Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the uh, spring-like voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time to ring the dinner bell for today's midday service of the food show. Two hours devoted entirely to all things edible, drinkable, cookable, and presentable. And what a great subject. New Orleans, America's best eating city. Did you all uh, see that? That came out in the uh, Food and Wine magazine was one of them. But there was another one that said this, that New Orleans was the best food city in America. Like I've been saying that for years. Like, <laughs> like they needed somebody, you know, some other magazine. But, uh, hey, we, you know, there we are. We have a couple of people on here today with an interesting concept, and it's one that is just right, just in time for Valentine's Day. I think that's the idea, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Crystal, also known as Coco, to her friends and children. Grandchildren. <laughs> and grandchildren yet. Uh, Heinz, she is the owner. And uh, Edouard Majoie was what I wanted. yes. I got it right Majoie. the first time? How is that possible? <laughs> Just, uh, anyway, he's the uh, general manager of the place. And the name of the, of the restaurant is Effervescence. Do I have that right? That's correct. Effervescence, and effervescence is what you experience when little splashes of champagne run up your nose about a minute. <laughs> and, uh, and then you experience effervescence. And there it is. This is, uh, let's see, uh, right on the edge of the French Quarter, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's right on um, Ursuline and North Rampart. Ursuline and North Rampart. For goodness sake, that's three uh, three blocks away from where I was born and where I grew up. Great neighborhood then. St. <laughs> Augustine's Church. Yes. Oh, okay. I was baptized there. I went to school there. My, oh my parents were, were, oh, were married there. All of my aunts and uncles were either married there or I mean, that's our old neighborhood. That's my parents Also now. known as the back of town, <laughs> <laughs> strangely enough. Not uh, anymore, though. <laughs> no, oh, it's changing in it. And, you know, I, I, I've been looking at the neighborhood for years and thinking, I'd love to buy a house in there. I, I mean, and, it, you know, it's, it, the reputation of the neighborhood among some people is, you know, why would you want to do that? But the architecture of those buildings in there is just wonderful. It really it goes back. Well, let's talk about what you are here for, and that is the promulgation, I would imagine, of champagne, the most romantic beverage in the world. Correct. I Correct. think that's fair to say, isn't it? Yes. What's the story behind this? How did this get going? Well, um, I guess I just fell in love with bubbles. Um, I have no restaurant experience, per se. I was a nurse well, by training. I wouldn't worry about not having any <laughs> restaurant experience because, near as I can tell, very few people have. Actually, that's not true. Uh, I bet you've had enough experience to be able to say, boy, this is hard work. <laughs> it is hard work. <laughs> tell I have me a new appreciation for the hospitality industry. I mean, the entire industry. Uh, as uh, all the years that I've been writing about all this stuff, I'm, I always marvel at the, the amount of work that uh, the people who are in it at every level, too, you manager yes. to dishwasher. 
it's it's a tough thing to I've do. I've realized it has to be a passion because there's it no must. money. There's yeah. not enough money to pay pay for what you do. Yeah. But I'm yeah. so fortunate that my staff they all love what they're doing. I think I have one of the best staffs in the entire city. Uh huh. Um, they love wine. They love bubbles, and they love making people happy. And um, what we do at Effervescence is it's about sparkling wine for every day, not just champagne. And small plates that are made with um, as much local, sustainable Gulf seafood and fresh ingredients from our local farmers markets um, and from Louisiana as much as possible. And we pair them together or you can have them separately. And um, it's just a great place to sit and relax and just enjoy your drink. It's not about um, how many drinks you get. It's about relaxing and enjoying the drink that you do have. It's it's slow food, right? Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, you, uh, it's is it a full fledged restaurant with a with a uh, a full menu? Um, it is. I um, I put a menu in front of you so you can take a, a menu look. in front of. Oh, here it is, yes. right on the first. I was wondering what this was. Go back one page. And one page. Th- we call them sharing plates, but you can make dinner with them, which I do often with my husband. Sharing plates. Everybody's doing yep. that these days. It's kind of the way I like to eat. So you order them. They come out. They're made to well, order. Well, you're the, you're the right generation for that. <laughs> And you can have it as a snack, or you can mm-hmm. order two or three for an entree to share with someone. So there's definitely enough. On Sunday afternoons, we open a little earlier, and we have some added brunch bites. We open from 1 to 8 p.m. I bet that's so. terrific in those, uh, in, on those Sundays that have a Saints game going on. Um, well, if we ever get one again after these guys <laughs> screwed us. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, Sunday with football, people, I don't think they see us. Yet, as yeah. a place to watch football, so we are not actually that busy during uh, during oh, uh, football. Well. Unfortunately, you got to get the word out. That's yes. it. We'll, we'll we'll help you do that. A few over people here. know about us, and they'll yes. sneak mm-hmm. in, and, and but they people don't realize we do have TVs. May I? Uh, this this was the page you were you were yes. talking about. Uh, can page. I run through a few of these? Sure, yes, you can. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Snapper Ahi Amarillo Ceviche. Ahi Amarillo. Yes. Peruvian style. <clears throat> ah, okay. Yes. Well, I should have known that ceviche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, but the snapper and ahi. Well, that's garlic, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, you have all of my favorite things there. <laughs> Snap red snapper or other kind. The of? red snapper. We there buy the whole go. fish, and we do not prepare that until you order it. And then we make your little bowl of ceviche just for you. So it's I, not prepared ahead of time. I'm astonished by one other thing about this. <laughs> Eight dollars? That's free. Yeah. <laughs> Almost that that's a that's a great price. Well, I mean they are small plates, or you can well, get yeah, them I all figured into this the, much, um, but you know, the whole seafood plateau. I know a restaurant or, where they won't if you start thinking about food they charge you. <laughs> so that's anyway, so you've got that. Murder point oysters. What's the deal on that? I'm seeing that here and there around town and I'm I always say to myself what do we need that for when we've got Louisiana oysters, which, of course, we do? We do. They're just totally different altogether. Um, the murder point oysters yeah. are off-bottom oysters, so they raise them in the cage. Ah, so they're super okay. clean. And then they tumble them, so they're like the edges, they plump up. And they're, to me, the very best oyster to drink, to eat with bubbles mm-hmm. when you're drinking bubbles because they're so delicate and creamy. And then the sip of the bubbles, it's just a perfect combination. Anything on our list. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be champagne. Because I do make the point that we're about bubbles for every day. Life is too short. We should celebrate every single day. So we have glasses starting at $5 a half glass all the way up to $120 a glass. Really? I mean, uh, there was a time when we had a restaurant here 
that had a $125 hamburger. <laughs> but, but the reason it did is that it came with a bottle of Dom Perignon. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that always yeah. skews the sales, right. that, the, but bu- it was, the bubbles. It was really yeah. a hamburger deal, but it's, no, it, this is just on the side. It's just, it was probably <laughs> delicious. <laughs> it, well, it, was a, it made a, a big splash for itself, that's for sure. I see you have a few items kind of like that. You're doing a caviar yes. uh, selection here. You have four different ones, including the local one, which for my money. It's amazing. That's yes. what I'm eating. We have the cutest picture of my grandson, Luca, who's three. He's mm-hmm. been eating that caviar since he was two, and he licks really? the caviar pedestal. <laughs> wow. And the Cajun Caviar Girls put it on their website. When mm-hmm. he comes in, he says, I'll have popcorn and caviar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. His parents a, don't think a so. A kid, with, you, know, <laughs> you know, they start off with good taste. They're not going to lose it. Let's True. see. Uh, grilled Levant toast. So this is your, you're making your own. Uh, yes, we make our own bread. Your every own evening. bread. Wow. I should mention this our is... chefs, if, if you yeah. have a second, because Who they're he? the super. They're two. Two chefs. I wanted one, but I ended up with two, and they're uh, amazing. So um, it's so Evan and Gr- twins. Are we no, talking? but no. a couple. They're engaged. Oh, yeah. oh. They've been cooking together I, for I a know, while. You know that I'm gonna write that article one of these days. Cooking couples who have, I mean, I, 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 the ones that come to mind are the people, well, never mind. This is going way <laughs> yeah. up. But, it, but um, it's Evan Ingram and Brenna Sanders. Mm-hmm. And um, they really wanted to come today, but they are so busy in the kitchen. We open on Wednesdays. So we're closed on Mondays ah. and Tuesdays. So they prepare everything fresh. You know, we got the snapper in. We're getting all the seafood in. So this is a big day for them to open up this afternoon for our week. And we are in busy season right now. But um, they met at Restaurant August, where they were cooking together. Really? They're very, very well-trained. They are technically— You would have to be if you started there. Amazing. They went to San Francisco. They were at Rich Table and Cezanne, right, Edward? Yes. Yes, and a couple of other places and came back to New Orleans. I saw them at a pop-up at Barrel Proof, I think it was. They were doing L'American. I tasted their grilled octopus, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these Mm. guys are amazing. So you must come try their food. Yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm being appetized just by looking over this menu here. You have a few, uh, really still I'm getting to a couple of things I've, I've never seen before. Crab head gratiné. What's a yeah. crab head? Edouard, you do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a, the crab head. It's kind of looking like a crab head. Like it's like a crab dip, basically. They put it like in the shell. They get the uh-huh. crab shell, yeah. and uh, and they use a lot of like the crab meat used with some kurabi. There's like some bread. There's like not some... a lot of bread though. Only yeah. on top. It's not like a stuffed. It looks yeah. like a stuffed crab, but it's crab meat. Yeah. And kohlrabi, and um. And we've some kohlrabi. Yeah. Hey, uh, kohlrabi for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a roots vegetable, it's like a white root, but it's actually a lot of flavor. It's, uh, I mean, not that many people use it, but it's actually a great flavor and a good combination with the crab. Well, let me let me see if I've got this straight. This is uh, you, you've got the whole shell of the crab, and yes. then all the crab meat goes in it. Exactly. Yeah, it looks oh, kind of okay. like a stuffed crab. Oh, that yeah, yeah that's a but classic. it doesn't have the bread in it. Like they only top it with yeah, some of a our little bread garnish. No yeah. bread in yeah. it, and they use the lion's mane mushroom in that. Mm-hmm. And um, some isat chili flake. I'm trying to think. Yeah. It's got this amazing whipped kohlrabi. It looks like um, a cream sauce on top, overflowing. So it's it's just fabulous. It's super rich and decadent. You know what I uh, what I'm, I'm I'm looking over. I still haven't gotten off the first page. Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not off page. So my wife 
is going to go bananas over this. Yeah. This is just her kind of food. And so, uh, I, and she also likes going to fairly new restaurants. How long have you been open? We will celebrate two years on March 16th. We yeah. actually opened on the 17th, but this year um, we're going to, we're always competing yeah. with St. Patrick's Day. So we're well, going to do the party on the 16th. Yeah. So Saturday night. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just keep on going down. And the, the one that made me think of my wife for a minute, and also my daughter, by the way, Palm Frites. <laughs> now, oh. Palm Frites are just in and of themselves. They're irresistible. You can't stop eating them. You, you, you say, I'm going to eat one, and then you eat 53 of yes. them. And uh, you're serving it with mushroom aioli and thyme, fresh thyme, I'm sure. Yes. Now, our, we no? always have, yeah, we do have fresh yeah. thyme. We have our herb garden in the back, on the back porch. We grow our own edible flowers and oh. herbs. Um, and we always have had palm frites and probably always will. It's in a very big bowl. It serves probably four people. What do you think, Edward? Yeah, I think it's definitely enough for two people. Yeah, yeah. I can, my husband and, and I never finish them, but um, the aioli will change. We're seasonal, so these items don't stay. We always will have a seafood plateau, but sometimes the items will change. Um, and different items. We've had, like, grilled octopus. We've had... Um, Chard. I'm trying to think of the different yes. things. Artichokes. Different, you know, whatever the vegetables locally are mm -hmm. that look yeah. good in the market, that's what they're going to well, go with. It, that, that makes so much sense. It's amazing that not everybody does it. Tastes it, better it, that it, way. It yeah. certainly <laughs> does. Absolutely. Uh, still, I'm coming back, and uh, and now I have this minor crisis in my mind, and I'm going to check it out with you. You said... Aioli, I think you said aioli. Aioli, sorry. Aioli. <laughs> and the way, I mean, that I've always heard it is aioli. Oh, you're probably right. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no. Well, I pro that's very, what, you clearly are a French speaker, so what, what is it really? Me, I would say aioli. 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 Aioli, so you're right. Yeah. Well, I'll have to Amazing. change everything. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, the other reason I bring it up is that uh, this is basically fr French fries dunked in mayonnaise. There's more to the mayonnaise than just mayonnaise, uh, and not just, uh, you know, ketchup or anything like that. And uh, two things come to my mind. There was this uh, article I saw once that in the south of France, I forget where exactly, uh, they have a daily newspaper. Uh, and the name of the newspaper is Laioli. And I always thought, it must be great to live in a town whose newspaper is called the, the garlic uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> just, uh, you know, that's, that's just ideal. <clears throat> okay, so you have all of these wonderful uh, starters here. You have a $50 platter, though, too. That's but that's for, like, food. a big gang who comes in. Uh, really two people. No, two. It's, it's, okay. You well, know, a little bit of that's everything. That's 25 a person, which is normal. That and one other item, and I'm stuffed. That in like, the lettuce cups or yeah. the Brussels sprouts. And that's plenty for my You got my wife again. She loves Brussels sprouts. My daughter oh, also. Those are so good. Oh, yeah. Let's see. This calls for a Gulf seafood plateau is what you call it. West Indies crab salad, snapper ceviche, royal red shrimp. You bringing that in? I brought it for you today. Yes, right. Oh, right do right you? in front of you. Wow. For your, your birthday. Can I say yeah. that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'll work my way up to over to that direction. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so uh, okay, well that's now that's just like these are the bites to share, kind of pass it around, and mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And if you like something, get another order of it. And, and we have this amazing table in the back, and I really, really wanted this because this is how I like to eat. You want to bring family. a table? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a table at it. Oh, okay. It's a huge table. It's marble and wood, and it fits 12. Sometimes we can squeeze in two extra people. It's called the Champagne Sharing Table. And um, you can reserve it with me. There's no charge. We like to say a $1,000 minimum because I course out all the menu bites, and I pair them with wine, or you can pick the wine. Mm -hmm. You have your own server. And people just have a ball. I have five-star reviews I would on. imagine, yeah. It's so much fun. So, And um, you sure get your own like menu it. printed, yeah. and husbands love to do it for their wives and their friends because they're just like, you know, go for it. And, and I, wives like doing it for themselves. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had one of those yet. <laughs> no? No? It's all these amazing husbands and boyfriends. There's a lot yeah. of good ones out there. Well, I'm glad to hear that because my daughter is, well, I better not say oh. <laughs> That's just getting me in trouble. Oops, I heard that sound. And we like to hear the pop at Effervescence. Yes. What? We like to hear the pop at Effervescence. Yeah, the oh, sound of it's... the party. And happy birthday, some champagne. There is no great birthday without some champagne. So we're going to start. The first one is going to be a Perrier Jouet. Love it. Love it, love it. And what we're doing here is a, it's going to represent this is a flight when we have several mm -hmm. flights at Effervescence, starting with sparkling wine flights all the way up to champagne flights. This is one of our champagne flights called May All Your Pain Be Champagne. And it's three <laughs> different champagnes. It's starting with the Perrier Jouet. You might know it from the iconic flower. The iconic flower. The Japanese. They said another newspaper. Well, <laughs> no, Perrier Jouet. I mean, this is this is a Grand Cru, isn't it? Yes. Or close to yes. it. Yes, there's a lot of Grand Cru. This, Grand yeah, Cru. yeah. So, um, well, this is a, this is a nice start. Are, are you you're coming into? Oh, your point. I'm sorry. I, I forgot to tell We're you that if I, I, if I... I thought you was coming for the champagne. I have to... Wait, wait. Before you start, <laughs> we will be back with more of the food show in just a moment after first, if you will, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the food show on 105.3 FM HD2. And we are sitting around here uh, having a, a pretty good time talking about... Uh, is it a restaurant or is it a wine bar? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and But it's... As I look over the menu more and more of it, it's clearly uh, you have a, a real kitchen operation going on back there and some seriously good food. Uh, the name of the place is Effervescence, and it's on the corner of uh, Rampart Street and Ursuline. And they are here. Uh, Crystal Coco Hines, she's the boss lady because she's <laughs> writing the checks. And Eduardo Ma. Uh, uh, my, my, well, uh, I had it right yeah, there. Yeah, you got it right the first and now, time, and not now this I forgot. Time. That's yeah. fine. Majoie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the uh, he's the general manager of the place, mm -hmm. and clearly knows a few things about champagne because mm -hmm. usually when I'm presented with some champagnes to taste, and we've done that on this program many, many, many times over the 30 years we've been at it, we uh, usually get some offbeat kind of thing that comes from some part of France that isn't really champagne. There's nothing wrong with those, by the way. My, my little sister has a, uh, I can never remember the name of it, but she, it's a, a non-champagne but very French uh, bottle, and she just loves it. And uh, for the price, it's... Probably it, a Cremant, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this one, the first thing you hand me is Perrier Jouet. Or Jouet, I think, is how it's said, isn't it? Or I say Perrier Jouet, but some jouet. people they say Jouet as well. It depends, right. but Perrier Jouet. Okay, so it's like I'm 40 wrong. 
il y a 40% Pinot Noir, 40% Pinot Meunier, 20% Chardonnay. It's really like a crowd pleaser. That's why we put mm. it first on the flight. And it's uh, usually everyone like it. It's more like, I would say, like feminine style, not as full body. You're going to see we're going to have two other champagne after that. So that's really like a, like a croat pleasure. Like if you, if, if, if you don't know too much of, about champagne and you want something that's usually like a please everyone, like really nice. I mean, like, like a, what would you expect if you think about a, a champagne? And yeah, it's a Perrier, the Perrier Jouet. The top of their line has, has those. Do they still have the, those beautiful bottles that have been hand painted? Exactly. All yeah. of the. You yeah. you don't want to throw the bottle away after you're finished. It's no. so beautiful. They're beautiful. It's yeah. the, comes from the Belle and Poke or whatever. If that's how you Belle, say it. Belle and Poke. Mm. Poke. Yeah. You'll help me with that word. Mm. But um, yeah, they're beautiful. They release those bottles. The beautiful flower. I think it's a Japanese anemone. In the 1960s, and that's kind of their their sign. Everybody. It's certainly, they're yeah. They're yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but the, the, this, this is not uh, anything to sneeze at, uh, this, this first it's one you beautiful. brought out. We have it by the glass the Grand Brut. and the half glass. Everything that we have on our flights, we have. you can order by the glass. So you like this one, you want to get us yeah. another glass, you can just get a half glass of this or, huh. or any of the others. We have over 33 by the glass of bubbles. Now this, is a, this has got to be a little bit of a problem anyway because... Uh, most wines, you can just plug a, a, the cork back in and then put it in the refrigerator or where you know out on the counter wherever you are going to use it uh, next. But champagne, you really can't put the cork back in. I mean, I guess it could be done, but I've never had any luck at it. Well, we have these amazing tops. <laughs> you, you you have some uh, yeah, some special some gizmos. We do, but mainly the reason this works is because we're a champagne bar, so people are coming mm. in. Wanting champagne. So yeah. even though we make amazing cocktails at Effervescence and we have still wine by the glass and a couple of beers and um, non-alcoholic drinks as well, um, people are coming for the bubbles. If you look out, you'll see these beautiful well, who could trays blame them? With, yeah. with flights going out. That's what we're about. So we're going through a lot of it. So um, Yeah, that's the key yeah. like to sell a lot of it. But like you say, to keep the bubbles, it's kind of like a, the tough part, obviously, with sparkling wine. But people, what you, we are doing to you right now, like that flight, a lot of people come here and get a flight, and we go by the bottle like pretty quickly. Let, and uh, let's, if I can interrupt you there, let's uh, tell them what a flight is, because oh. not everybody understands the concept. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's true. true. We usually, find that usually out. you you eat more about beer, but what what we do here, we do like a like a either champagne or sparkling flight, and you get like three glass, and you can do as well like three half a glass or three full glass. And we change the category. You can get only, like for example, like Spanish cava, three glass of different Spanish cava, three glass of Italian wine, three glass of French wine that are not champagne. You got three champ, three glass of champagne, or you can get three glass of different, like uh, one from France, from, one from Italy, and uh, one from Spain, for example. So that's why people love. They come here and they they can try side by side every sparkling wine, and that's what really people love as well when they come to our place. That is a long flight, though, isn't it? Do a lot of, <laughs> do a lot of people sign up for first oh. class? They, just, uh, <laughs> they do. Uh, they oh, do. I would believe that. Uh, you yeah. can get the first class, yeah. And yeah. if you turn the page yeah. on your menu ah, I'm being page. asked to turn the page. Yes, Let's, you can see our ah, flight Did names. I do it correctly? You did. You did correctly. <laughs> and I, I love these um, menus because they're made yeah. out of cork, and they're so yeah. cute, and we can flip the pages in and out because mm -hmm. Unfortunately, some of these bubbles are so unique and they're very allocated yeah. that once we go through them, we can't get them again. So we're constantly changing. So 
um, even our Kava 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 flight, it might have a different Kava on next time you come in. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, we change the flights all the time. We're about to bring in another rosé flight, which is very popular in spring and summer. And it'll probably be three different rosés than we had at the end of last summer, which is super fun to taste these grapes, different grapes from different countries from around the world. Uh, I have a couple of questions that have arisen as, as you were talking about all this. Uh, and that is, uh, you were talking about the rosé wine. You have this is, let's see. Should, this is, now I've never even heard of this mm. before. Oh, it's fairly Tribo. new to the market. Yes. Tribo Slosher. Tribo. Yes. Uh, Champagne, and it's, uh, this is a, a, a distinctly a rosé champagne. Yes. And my observation and uh, my experience is that if you want to really, really make an impression on the ladies, <laughs> that's it. Uh, the the rosé champagnes, is that just something I made up so I could have no, something to talk not, about, or is it uh, for real? A, lo- a lot of the men are loving it, too, because... But Our what, champagnes what are, are pretty they dry. Know? Like, they're not, <laughs> you know, when champagne first came yeah. out, it, way back in the day, it was very sweet. Like, a lot of wine was very sweet. Yep. Now the trend is much drier. And especially at Effervescence, most of ours are brute or extra brute. Yeah, yeah. We have very few that are sec or just a little bit sweet. Uh, as I go through my mind trying to remember all the champagnes that I've had with friends and, and relatives and, and all of that, I see... Uh, nobody really likes uh, uh, sweet champagnes at all. I, I kind of do, just mm-hmm. for for certain. Yeah, with dessert or with, yeah, yeah. Not that many, but we used to have like a sweet flight on yes, our we menu. Just finished that. So there's maybe I would say it's not that many, but you still have some people, so we try to please everyone. Yeah. Most of them are dry. I think it's new. worthwhile trying yeah. every now and then. Yeah, sure. Why and not? And it's just fun to try it. It ended in a moscato. It was a really good quality moscato, which a lot of people have never tasted. And honestly, it was very good yeah. for well, what it was. Even if you want to taste uh, moscato, the thing to do is go to any wine, uh, any any uh, <laughs> restaurant uh, that does mostly Italian wine, especially if they're having a wine. Pairing one night, I guarantee you, you will get some Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've been there before. Uh, more than a few times. Anyway, uh, I have another question to ask you about the, the same sort of thing. And it is uh, that uh, the, uh, you know what, I'm going to save this for later. Okay. I, I, it's, uh, I, there, I had a, a great little spot to put it a minute ago, but I, I blew it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, we have the, the, um, the rosé champagne. Tell them uh, how this is made, because the way it is made, the way uh, rosé champagnes are made, is really different from the way that still wines are made. Yes, for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we want to do some commercials first. Okay, we okay. certainly do, because you know, without commercials, there is no desk. And we'll be back with more of the food show in a moment. After first, please this. Oh, hello there. It's the food show, the only radio program in America that does scat in between the segments. <laughs> But that's that's yeah. uh, Crystal Coco Hines is here. She is the boss lady of a, a relatively new restaurant called Effervescence. The word effervescence, I love that word. It's a great word. <laughs> effervescence means that it's bubbly. It's it's got sparkles in it, and it's in other words, champagne is a. But it also would take in things like. Ginger Tava. ale or Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, but please don't drag any of that. Sparkling <laughs> wine and sparkling yeah. water. <laughs> and then, uh, but, it, you know, there are a lot of a lot of champagnes out there that can be had a lot of different ways. But what uh, grabs me 
is you have these two pages here, and you have, I think, some more scattered here and there elsewhere, of uh, just the kind of food that you could build, a, you know, a light, but I guess if you ate enough of it, it would be heavy if that's what you were after, uh, menu that uh, you can pair with, with all these uh, champagnes. There is a, a piece of... Um, Wisdom, wisdom around here on this radio show, most of it put forth by me, but what do I know? And uh, it is this. The wonderful thing about champagne, or one of the many wonderful things about champagne, is that you can drink it with anything. Yes. And I have found that my whole life, my whole adult life anyway, to be true. It really it enhances. It, it doesn't just, you know, okay, I'm here, I'm here, I'm not going to fight they go together very well, and the flavors you get are just wonderful. They do. People yeah. ask us all the time, well, what goes with this and what goes? My philosophy is pretty much everything we have goes with everything, from popcorn, which we serve when you sit down and have a drink with us, which is amazing. Popcorn and bubbles are one of my favorite things. I can't believe it. That makes two of them here <laughs> in town. No, I know one other place that does that. Mm -hmm. I yeah. insisted on popcorn. It <clears throat> well, was why kind not? of like a deal breaker. If anybody didn't want popcorn, they couldn't. Work Get the me. hell out. <laughs> <laughs> because that's one of my favorite things to, uh -huh. when I'm sitting on the patio and having yeah. to open a glass of bubble. Sure. Who could resist that? Yes. And yeah. and luckily, um, our guests love it. Yeah, no, they, they love, love it. it. All right. I, I want to hit part two of what I just started okay. with a second ago. All right. So it goes with everything. And I had this expert, a wine expert. You know, it's not very many of those. There's about 180,000. And uh, I... I, I Approach that idea that uh, champagne goes with just about any known food. And he said, no, there's one exception. What would that be? He said, chocolate. Oh, my gosh, it goes to chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name's Coco, and I love yeah. bubbles. Oh, and it, I'm a chocolate-like fiend, and it definitely goes. I'm married to one of those myself. Oh, my so, gosh, try yeah. a Lambrusco. Wait, Lambrus we have a, yeah. a rich chocolate dessert because we have two desserts on the menu pretty much all the time. Yes. And they're all made in-house. And this is a creme brulee. Lambrusco. And sparkling yeah. red Lambrusco. You never even hear about that anymore. And it is dry, and it is amazing. We, matter of fact, we have the red, red, red wine flight. It's all red sparkling wine. It's here till Valentine's Day, and then it'll oh. be leaving. But we've had it all winter. Yes. And it's amazing. And it was really popular. Yes. It's I, hard I to find you. them. Well, they're just the idea of a red sparkling wine, you don't see that very much. No. Uh, it's but it's really hard to get as yes, well. Yes, it is. It's hard to keep it in-house. It's they don't. It's hard to get in New Orleans. Have you ever heard the theory that uh, Lambrusco, uh, which is another Labrusco, La uh, is the origin of the grapevines that grow in the New World? Hmm. I, okay, I got nothing with that, but no, I, <laughs> I read it. You know, I read a, an article about it a long time ago in in some enthusiast of of wine magazines, and I thought that's interesting because if you've ever eaten American wines or had drunk American uh -huh. wines, they don't taste anything like European wines no. at all. I mean, they they, but. When you see Lambrusco, how is it around here? Lambrusco, Lambrusco, sweet, sparkling, red wine. But no, kind of a rarity. But ours is not sweet. Not sweet. That's what okay. it's super rustic. That's probably one of the, our showstoppers that people just cannot get over. They love it. It's usually in our Italian flight. We usually have a Lambrusco as well, and everyone will go, this is amazing. What is it? Hmm. Because they think of the Lambrusco they may have tried as a college kid. 
that you buy at the gas station, and it's not, you know, it's very sweet. It's nothing like that. This is very rustic, like you would have in a, you know, Italian little countryside. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. absolutely delicious yeah. and not sweet. I, I, there was a time when you would have said uh, it's, you know, like that Sicilian uh, wine. That used to be a put-down, but now Sicilian wines have gotten so good that— uh, Oh, my gosh. That's why I went on my vacation yeah. this year to it's Sicily. Sicily. And my favorite rosé, Edward can attest to this, this yeah. is my to-go glass every night uh-huh. right now, is Mergo Sparkling Rosé, and it's from um, right on Mount Etna in Sicily, Norello Mascalese grape, and you can literally smell the smoke in the glass from the volcano. I can, I can vouch for that. I've never been there, but I've been right— out in the ocean there on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. passing right in front of uh, of an active volcano there. You can't go through there without smelling that. It's and on everything. So every time I smell the wine, it takes me right back there. So I that, think wine has a way What a wonderful connection, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. it absolutely does. Yes. There's, there's no question about that. Well, anyway, this is uh, this is a great combination of things. And uh, who is who is your who is your clientele? Uh, who are we mm-hmm. looking at there? Are these in there? Uh, are these uh, millennials everyone, really. or is this you, all pooparoos like me? It's everyone. Yeah. You, you have to be over 21. Well, of course. Yes, uh, yeah. but we we span the it's, whole ages, you know. It's everyone. And like we say, we, people, at, sometimes they see us as a bar. Some people come as a restaurant. So we really yeah. get like a crowd really like diversify. And that's why I've never worked in a place <laughs> or really the clientele. And as well, I guess it's New Orleans, but... You, it's really like you can get everything. You can get some bachelorette party. You can get just like uh, mm-hmm. older crowd that want like or like business people. You get really like everything. Every night is a bit different. Some night is going to look like more like our place, like a bar. Some night is going to look more like mm-hmm. a really fine dining restaurant. You really never know what you're going to get, and that's what I That's think. the interesting thing yeah. about this, and I think it is very challenging for, especially <laughs> yes. Edward, who comes from fine dining. I mean, I don't know any better because I've never worked anywhere. So to me, I was like, we're just creating the experience our guests want. When they walk in the door, we find out, or they made a reservation at Open Table, what are you here for? An anniversary? Let's put you over here at a quiet table. Are you here to meet eight friends, or are you here you know, for a wedding proposal, or you know, just a quiet chat with friends. So we're constantly trying to um, just give them what they want. They want a snack, dinner. Well, that's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, giving people what they want. Well, that's uh, that. That, but that, that's the lay of the land. I mean, that, that sounds to me like you've got it all figured out. No, <laughs> I don't I'm know serious. About that. Right. No, we're still trying. But I mean, yeah, you know, you're 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 pushing the right buttons, at least <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what do I look for? Going to when I go to any, any bar, any restaurant, any combination of the two, is all the things you just said. Uh, so uh, you know that that ought to keep you going for a little while. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> we yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, our goal, right? Yeah, but well, it, that's a pretty good. It is good kind one. of a hybrid. I do think now that I've been in it for two years, I yeah. kind of, you know, can see that what I really like is a hybrid between a formal sit-down restaurant and a bar. Yeah. It's kind of a lounge restaurant. You couldn't have picked yes. a more appropriate time to get that taste in your mouth because that's where the whole business is, is going right now. I have found, I don't know if this, if this is of any value to you, but I used to do wine dinners every week. We did this for like 30 years on this program. I remember hearing about the, them the when Eat I Club. to you. The Eat yes, Club. Yes, and I never got to go to one. Well, it's, we still do them every now and then, but nowhere near as often because the— uh, the, the the taste in dining out is much more towards what you're doing here. Where oh gosh, 
Let's get a, a seafood plateau, and we'll get some of those red shrimp and uh, the avocado lettuce cups. And let's see. And we'll tell you what else we're going to have after right. we have. And you're not going to throw somebody else just because they finished what they just ordered. You know, they, they want more. You know, what's been funny is I just I was talking to Edouard about this the other night is it's hard to say when people will leave. We were looking at our how long they stay. <laughs> if you can figure this one the out. The average was three or four yeah. hours at a table because it, people are enjoying themselves, you yeah. know? So. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, do you know who, uh, uh, Joanne Clevenger by any chance? I know of her, okay. yes. Now, she's the owner of uh, the Fabulous Upper Line. Place. Yes. And she is terrific. I, every time I see her, I say, Joanne, you've got to write your autobiography because she's had a life that is Unbelievable, and I would be the first to buy it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, right after me, maybe. But but, uh, but I would I would love to read that book. But uh, she uh, has a, a policy in her restaurant. I don't think it's changed lately. I haven't checked, so maybe it has. But uh, she puts a time limit on how long you can stay in the restaurant because huh. she's a, you know it's not a big restaurant no. to start with, and, and it's something like that. It's hard to make because people a, are having such a good time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, and it hasn't cost uh, you know any any big problems or anything. But uh, that's something she and I have uh, <laughs> argued a little bit about. But um, I, if if you can figure out a way that everybody <laughs> is happy, you and all the customers for hanging around for four hours. Um, write write that book and sell a million of them because that's what everybody in this business wants to know. (laughs) So, anyway. But are you enjoying the rosé? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, um, well-made champagne. And you know what? Is there such a thing as champagne that isn't well-made? I guess there must be. I I can't remember. No, me neither. (laughs) I've, uh, I've been pretty lucky with that. But that's uh, some that you made do not like, but after it's different, like, it's like different taste, but it's like really handmade. That's why, like, as well, champagne is like uh, mm-hmm. more like expensive. Like, everything is more like handmade and like people paying like a lot of attention to it. And it has been made for a long time. So, usually, uh, usually, and I'm from the champagne, oh. usually they're pretty good. After there's like more like some are more of you taste and uh, or not, the champagne is the best. There's something interesting, though, about this Trebo Slosher um, line. Who? The Trebo, the The line, the rosé that we're tasting. Oh, oh, oh. That whole line of um, wine that we have, it's fairly new to the U.S. market. They they didn't make that much of it for a while, and now they're just um, selling it to other countries, and we're able to get it. Everything in the line's fabulous. They have Mm. a uh, Blanc de Blanc. They have, you know, just an authentique. Cuvée Rene. Uh, yeah. They have about five or six. We started off with a flight from them, and it's just fabulous. They age a percentage of the cuvee in oak. These, I guess, Edouard, do you pronounce it foudres? They're called foudres, or they're big oak barrels. Yeah. And it gives the, the wine a rounder taste. And a lot of people call them the baby Krug. And I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> no, with Krug. I know. Because they age... I, I, I don't know convincing. as much as I wish I knew from having <laughs> well, eaten more. Well, you come to Effervescence. Drink. We have some Krug. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I see what you mean. And, really and I like I like champ. My own personal taste of it uh, is I, I'm not big on the really, really crisp, really acidic uh, mm-hmm. things. It it doesn't agree with me. Uh, but the, uh, but I, I like everything else about it. Mm-hmm. And the, there's another uh, another issue. And uh, this comes up on our program every now and then, too. The, if you uh, 
want to give a gift of wine to a friend, you know, it's or it's Christmas or New Year's or a birthday or something. Oh, by the way, it's my birthday today. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I was hoping to happy, hear. Happy birthday. A coordinated <laughs> happy birthday. So uh, anyway, I don't, why did I get on that? The uh, It's the bubbles. Uh, okay, so uh, you want to give gift. a gift uh, to, uh, to a friend, and uh, what do you get them? And my answer to that is champagne. Who doesn't? love champagne. Nobody I know. Everybody loves it. It's the best thing you can possibly do. The funny thing is we get so many people who come in and say, I didn't think I liked champagne because they had it at a wedding or they had some cheap stuff when they were younger. Yeah. Oh, especially the the really sweet, sweet, you know, gummy. You know, that's not really well made. And then they'll try our stuff. My sister's a prime example. She didn't think she liked it. She likes a Chardonnay. And I, I let her taste our um, Blanc de Blancs, which are 100% Chardonnay, really well Ladies made. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the sound you just heard. Happy uh, birthday. Uh, it was not a test. It was an actual bottle being opened. <laughs> and she <laughs> and loves she loves good bubbles made from Chardonnay grapes. Like now that she's Blanc tasted de Blanc. it. Blanc. Yeah. yeah. So. I, uh, I like it okay, but I'm, I'm more towards the, the uh, a little more... Corky, not the corky is not what I meant to, meant to say there. Uh, the do you like the yeasty? Complex? The yeasty, that's You're what I was You're gonna love after. this next one. Oh, okay. This well. is Drapier. It's Cartour Brut, and uh, it's definitely a fuller, rounder. Drapier, D R A P P I E R. Yeah. Closer to the Burgundy area, it's like in the it's south. Closer to the Burgundy area, it's like in the south. Yeah, it's like the south of I took a breath of, uh, uh, just to take a yes. sniff, and it was all. On the nose. It's still it was bubbling. All, and it was all CO2. Yeah. So let that blow away before you taste it. No, it's interesting because all three of these, I guess I realized when I was. Looking at them, they're all Pinot Noir dominant. This one is almost 80% Pinot Noir. Yeah, I was about to say, this, yes. of, of the ones we've had here, I like them all. It's the more complex. But, the, but the one that is more most to my taste is is this one here, the uh, Drapier, D-R-A-P-P-I-E-R. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I like. Yeah. There's only the 7 most. grams of sugar in it. Um, mm. It's so None of these, these are all 7 or 8 grams of sugar per liter, so they're not sweet. Um they use five percent of the wines. They mature in barrels, in you know, just to give it a rounder taste for mm-hmm. this one as well. Um, but the interesting thing about this is, um, they call the man Mr. Drapier that started this Father Pino, because Father Pino, Pino because in the I guess it was around the '60s he plant no it was the '80s he planted Pinot Noir grapes in Irville and he was mocked by a lot of the. Um, wine growers and the Champenois because they didn't think it would grow well. And it's a very unique taste with the Pinot Noir. So they, you know, now he's doing great and it's got no, this and terrific. I like it. Like, yes, yeah, it's very unique. Similar taste. I, li- mm. I like the Drapier the most. Mm. Well, this is, it's very much to my taste. This is what I, uh, this is what I'm looking for in a Champagne more than, more than, well, of course, you know, the big ones yes. that come your way every now and then. But it's, that's what's so fun about this because like, I love this, too, but Perrier-Jouet, I love to just take a sip of. It's very floral and feminine and light. And it was Princess Grace of Monaco declared that one to be her very favorite. Mm. So it's just funny how so many people, you know, you can, we all have a different palate in a different time of your life. Like, what I'm liking now is not what I liked two years before I opened. 
So my palate has changed and continues to change. So it's mm. very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but this reminds me of a story about, uh, about Winston Churchill, oh. who was a, a big, big, big uh, proponent of not just champagne, but anything you could drink at all, brandy and <laughs> cognac and the whole range of it. I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, no. He was, he was really a gourmet, too. He, oh, he, wow. he, he, he was that kind of— Gosh, anyway. I wish he could come to Effervescence. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be perfect. Uh, after the war ended and things were starting to settle down, he sent um, a message to that that wine. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the of the winery, but it was they they named a champagne after him. Paul, you, yes, Paul, have, what was it? The Paul Roger Cuvée Winston, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yeah. yeah, we have yeah. it at Effervescence. Like, it's well, fabulous. Wait, what's the name of it again? Paul, Paul Roger. A Paul, a Paul Roger. Yeah, yeah right. I uh, can say it like Edouard. Yeah. Paul oh. Roger or Paul Roger. <laughs> Paul, oh. Paul Roger. <laughs> well, anyway, he wrote he wrote the winery. Now, this is after things are starting to settle after the war, and he says. Uh, one of the things that's kept me going was the idea that at someday I will be able to have a case of your 1943 or, or 1938 or whatever it was, vintage champagne. And they wrote back and they said, we would be very happy to give it to you. And we would. You know we think you're wonderful. <laughs> but uh, we uh, have no more stock. The Nazis came in and, and stole it all, every bit of it. And he said, w will you accept these two cases of our current vintage. <laughs> and he wrote back and he said, I tried your new vintage, and all I have to say is, I think it's the best since the war. See, the war was already. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny the first time I read it, but <clears throat> you can't win them all. <clears throat> uh, by the way, the, the town that I gather anyway from uh, having been through it twice is uh, right in the center of the Champagne region, which is where they not only make the wines, but they also grow all the grapes, and, and there's a real culture around there. And the name of the town is this. How do you say this in, with, a, with a French sound this to is, it? This is but the answer actually, for him. It, it doesn't even that sound French, but it's Reims. It's kind of like from the deep down your throat, it's Reims. Well, say, it, say it one more time, and, and everybody listen to this very carefully. Reims. And okay, that's, where, that, that's where I was born, actually. Here is, oh, is it? Yeah. Really? Well, every time I've heard it, it comes out in my ears, not that I know anything. Yeah. But to me, it sounds like, wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what every American or British yes. people do when they try to pronounce it. So. <laughs> uh, when I look I'm at glad the to, French I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. No, you're not wow. the only one. But it's yeah, like R-A-N-Z, wrong. Yeah, even like yeah. In, in French, we put like an H, R. H E I M S for like English people to kind of try to get that song, but yeah, Hans. <laughs> oh, okay. That's actually yeah where I was born. Well, no kidding. Well, I didn't make the, I didn't want to make friend uh, <laughs> an enemy. You know what? <laughs> Can you believe it? We have run out of time. This oh. was so much fun. It was. We're fun. gonna have to get you on again. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the the name of the the restaurant is Effervescence. It's on the corner of Rampart Street and. Uh, Ursuline. Ursuline. And uh, they're open every day except Monday and Tuesday. Correct. And uh, I think you can use your imagination from here to getting rid of the rest of it. Thank you so much. It was really great. I hope you enjoyed it, too. Oh, it Thank was you. super fun celebrating yeah. with you. Yeah, <laughs> it sure was. 
105.3 FM, HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. The news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.